So, Father, we just want to lift up your name. We just take this time to come aside with you, Father. We want to look upon your face. Father, we want to press in to know you more. We want to take a hold of the hem of your garment, of the seat seat of your garment, Father. We want to know you more. We want to see your face, Yeshua. We want to walk with you. We want to just embrace you in a powerful way tonight. We want to know what it is to be in fellowship with you, in your presence together with others, that we can gather together in your name. Father, we know that people are going through difficult times right now. And Father, we ask that you will strengthen us and just guide our steps and help us to apply the word of Yehovah to everything we're going through. Father, we want to shout the victory that even even when the enemy is putting the the worst things he can put upon us and trying to attack us, even in the midst of all of that, we can still praise you. And that's why we worship you, Father, because we know that as we come to you, we are we we are coming upon the solid rock, and it's the rock the which we stand, the rock of Yeshua. Yeshua, you are an amazing rock. We thank you that the words of God will not come back void. They will accomplish that for which they have been sent, that we can be uh, secure and stable in you. So we worship you, Father, and we thank you for this time. We just commit this to you, and I thank you for everyone that's joining with us right now, Father. And I pray that as we spend time together, that you will just uh, move. We ask for the gifts of the Spirit to manifest within our lives, and we pray, Father, for a prophetic anointing and just an outpouring of your Spirit in Yeshua's name. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Yahovah. Good to see you, Jeff. Thanks for joining. You use Spotify. Excellent. Anyone else use Spotify? Just, oh, Glenn uses Spotify as well. Great. Excellent. Well, you got the links there on the Bulldozer Faith uh, Facebook feed and uh, also, yeah, through the Facebook feed. So if you want to share that with other people that you know that use Spotify, that's great. But it's a great way to get the message out. Hi, D. Welcome. Good to see you today. Hope you're doing well. Hallelujah. I'm doing great. Yes. Hallelujah. So anyway, tonight, what I want us to do is I really want us to press in. And, and the word I really felt in my spirit as I was praying and saying, Father, where where do you want me to go at this time? What are the, the, the key things you want us to uh, press on tonight? Now, I've turned the volume up a little bit more. So just uh, give me a shout. Is the volume okay? Because I have put the volume up more. I had uh, someone yesterday saying it was too quiet. Uh, it was hard to hear in the midst of all the rain that was going on outside. So they asked, could you turn the volume up a bit more? So the volume is up. Is it helping? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Yeah, so as I was praying, I'm saying, Father, what is the key things that you want uh, uh, to hit on tonight? And, you know, our focus is what? Living life by the Spirit. We want to live life by the Spirit. We want to take hold of what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying and walk in His ways. Hallelujah. We've got uh, Evelyn joining us. That's great. Russell says the sound is clear. Hallelujah. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Okay, so we're going to go, and I'm just going to share this verse from Galatians chapter 5, and uh, then we're, we're going to skip around a little bit here tonight as we press in. Uh, thank you, Father. So Galatians chapter 5, I'm just reading verse 25. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Hallelujah. What a great word to start with tonight. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. We live by the Spirit. We keep in step with the Spirit. You know, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, wants us to dance with him, wants us to come on a journey to, to be in sync with him. We live by the Spirit. We, 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 we are in step. We keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. What I love about us coming together at these times is what are we sharing about? Devotion. Are we devoted in the presence of Yehovah? Are we devoted to him? Now, listen, we can give great lip service, okay? You know, we can say all the right things uh, to the right people, but, you know, I want to I talk directly to your heart. You know, as we read the scripture uh, in Psalms the other day, as the deer pants for water, oh, my soul longs for you. Uh, you know, that scripture is so impacting on my life and the need that we have to be in his presence. It's not that we become addicted or we forget what it was like to walk with him, but we we know what it is to taste and see that God is good. We know what it is to 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 come to that cool water. You know, I've got one of those water machines and Man, I tell you, just to walk up and get that beautiful cold water, and it just reminds me of the days on the Scottish mountains, you know, up on the mountains there and just uh, been able to scoop down on one of those rainy, uh, uh, you know, beautiful brooks up in Scotland and just drinking the water. And it looks just like this off the mountains in Scotland. Oh, just that taste, that cold fresh taste and as the deer pants for war oh my soul longs for you you know there's the deer in the middle east you know in the midst of the heat climbing through the rocks and then then it's looking for that place to come to the stream to just to draw in to be refreshed and that's what it's like to drink from Yahovah. our soul pants for you father i thank you for what it truly means to desire you. We want to be 
devoted to you, not like a, a, a drug addict, you know, trying to come for a fix. We don't come into your presence trying to get a fix for our own need. And this is how many people have been trained when it comes to things like uh, devotions. It's all about, you know, did you get your God fixed today? You know, did you get to that place, you know, like you're, you know, some spiritual heroin addict? That is not how we're called to come into his presence. We're called to come into his presence, to pursue him, to walk with him, to be in relationship, to sup with him. Yes, Revelation. Turn to Revelation chapter 3, a verse that I love. And, you know, it's not just a, a verse about, you know, a lot. everyone wants to talk about this verse concerning uh, salvation. Uh, where is the verse? Okay, hold on one second. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh, verse 20. How can I forget where the verse is? I haven't got it underlined. Oh, I've got it underlined in this version. Okay, so it depends what Bible I'm using. Hey, welcome. Thanks for joining, Lola. Good to see you. We've got Cassandra there. Welcome. We've got Sherry there. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, we've got Melinda. Thanks for joining with us on YouTube. Hallelujah. Great to see you join us today. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. If anyone hears my voice, and this is why one of the key focuses of our ministry is to wake people up to what it truly means to come alive and know the voice of the Spirit. Yesterday we were talking about being still and seeing the victory of Yahovah. How can he bring forth victory when you just stand still? Stand still and see what I will do. So often we want to take the reins and how we deal with the battles of life. So so often we want to you know get in there and do our thing our way but we need to have instructions you don't do something because you can you do something because he says and i want to make that very clear to you right now that you can get this you don't do things in the spirit because you can you do it because he says there's many times within our life even when within the gifts that the father has given us where the father will challenge how we operate in the spirit he doesn't want you getting complacent and and just flowing on autopilot with your gift and and and, and off you go and you know before you know it you know you'll just get stale and stagnant thinking you can just rise up in this anointing and just keep going but the reality is you've got to keep coming back and drinking in his presence receiving from him and one of the sad facts about devotion and what has happened is you know people have come to the scriptures with a selfish motive they've come to say uh, you know what have you got for me god here i am you know come on speak to me and yes we want to receive from from heaven we want to receive but you know we see many streams in christianity and what are they chasing they're chasing the anointing 
I've just got to be around the anointing. Just give me the anointing. And I want to encourage you, stay away from that. That is not what we are called to pursue. We are called to pursue the anointed one. Hallelujah. What have we got to do? We have got to be in step with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Keep in step with the Spirit. We're not chasing the anointing. We're walking in pursuit of the anointed one. Hallelujah. You know, when you see these film premieres and you know you've got the red carpet out and here comes the stars walking around and you've got all the people going wah screaming their heads off like i just want to touch that person you know you know we are not called to be a fan of god but we're called to be in relationship with yahovah he says i want to know you and this is a word for someone tonight. You know, you, you're, you're panicking on, on growing in the spirits. And, and, and right now the Father's saying, I'm crossing you over into a deeper place of relationship. You want to see the blessings uh, pouring out upon your life. Then I encourage you to walk in this way. Walk in the word of God every single day. Take time and, and, and devour the word, uh, pursue the word, not to, to see what God's going to give you today, but to know him. When you know him, you can make him known. To know him, you can make him known. So we come to know you, Father. We come to press in. We want to receive the message, receive the understanding. We want to see how that thread goes from Genesis all the way to Revelation, that this one story, this one gospel, this one God will, will minister into our lives and bring transformation. And, and, and we want to be in that relationship because that's the whole reason he created mankind. It was to be in relationship with God. And even with the fall of man you know the father could have just said well it's all done what are we going to do but even in that place he said no we've got to make a plan to bring restoration you know the father knows the end from the beginning why didn't he just give man less at that beginning stage in genesis why didn't he just give him less why did he give him the position that was so high why did he give man so much honor right from the start because he brought him into a place of perfection hallelujah a place of perfection he brought him into a perfect place he gave him everything to be sustained to be blessed he gave them the tree of life in the center of the garden that as long as they ate from that tree everything was going to go right for them yes you could eat from other trees and there's a tree you're not going to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil but you can partake of the tree of life this is the source of eternity it is when you partake of the tree of life that you will live forever that is the eternal promise to partake of the tree of life hallelujah so father we come to partake today we press in yes praise the name of yeshua we worship you it says in john chapter one hallelujah in him well where we are uh, verse one in the beginning was the word and the word was with elohim and the word was elohim he was with elohim in the beginning through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made in him was life and that life was the light of man 
The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from Elohim. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning, uh, concerning the light so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. This is why I have so much confidence in standing upon the promises of God and pressing in right now. Why? Because there is one who came who is the light for all mankind. And, you know, to take the gospel to this generation and to pour out the Ruach HaKodesh and to minister the love of Yeshua to this generation, it is perfect love that casts out all fear and here we are living in a day when the spirit of fear is seeking to attack and break and destroy the planet on which we are living and what are the body of Christ doing are we going to stand up the body of Messiah and we're just going to say well you know what you know I told you so this is how it's going to be I've read the book and ha ha na 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 look what's going to happen to you receive the judgment or do we reach out and say father this is an opportunity for us to minister the love of Yehovah so what's the only thing that can break through the strongest demonic profet, uh, uh, possession, the strongest darkness? What is it that will break through to the deep? It's the light and the love of Yeshua. And we release the light of Yeshua to every man in this world, in Yeshua's name. May the glory of Yehovah be revealed to this generation. You might be thinking on how are we going to minister to ones and twos and threes and tens. Let me tell you something. We have the authority to release an awakening of the Spirit. Do you believe this tonight? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit can speak through your mouth and bring transformation? Johannan ben Zechariah, John the Baptist, what was he? He was one speaking he was one that came as a witness. He, he was just one who came as a witness. Well, guess what? He was preparing the way for that light to come. Guess what we are doing? We are the witness preparing the way for the second coming of Messiah. And he's not just sending one uh, light. He is sending all of us. Hallelujah. So rise up in Yeshua's name and recognize who we are called to be. Rise up. We can proclaim. It is time for a mighty outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh on the nations. We pray over Israel right now. We say, Israel, wake up in Yeshua's name. It's time for the light of Messiah to shine on this land. We stand and we intercede and we press forward and we proclaim because it is in accordance with the will of Yehovah that we speak so boldly. It's in accordance with the word of Yehovah. We say, light come forth. Yeshua come forth to this land today. Hallelujah. We exalt you. Hallelujah. The true light, verse 9, that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world and though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him well that was at that moment but let me tell you something 
Wake up, O sleeper. It is time for the love of Yeshua to be revealed. Yes, there's people hard-hearted who are not going to listen. But yes, I like what you said there, Glenn. Yes, send us. Raise us up and send us out, Father. But don't go just with zeal. What do we need? What was it that got Gideon to go from where he was to bring victory for a whole nation? Guess what? He was not the boss. He wasn't in charge. What did he say? He said to the angel of the Lord, Messiah, what did he say to Yeshua that stood before him, who said, you mighty man of war? He said, man, your GPS coordinates are so far out. Haven't you been on my Facebook page lately just to see who I am? You're talking to Gideon. I'm the guy making bread in a wine press filled with fear, just trying to get the job done, not even knowing if we're going to survive. You mighty man of war. Do you believe who the Father is calling you? Do you receive the title of who you are? Are you going to allow man to push you down? Who do you think you are? Well, you want, you want to say that you are called to, uh, to speak forth the word of God? What, you, you want to say that God has given you uh, the office of prophets or you're called to be an apostle or you're called to be a pastor or an evangelist? What, what you feel uh, so prideful that you could say such a thing? Listen, you know, what did Paul say? He says, I'm an apostle of Yeshua the Messiah. I make no apology. Why? Because I was ordained by Yeshua. So when man bring forth ordination, what happens in that place of the ordination of man? Man is only confirming what Yehovah has already done. By the time man gets to the place of recognizing the gift within someone else and saying we honor this gift and we, we come together as elders to release you in this gift to minister to the body of Messiah, well, at that time, guess what? The Father's already been doing a work. He's already been working within that individual. That individual has already been flowing within that anointing, and it's just taken time for man to recognize it. So don't don't worry how man see you right now. They might not recognize what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. You hide in your heart what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And you start operating in it. So there's Gideon. Here comes the fa- uh, Yeshua, uh, the angel of the Lord. And he says, you mighty man of war. I'm going to raise you up to bring deliverance for the, the, the children of Israel. And he's like, I am the least of the least. He didn't understand who he was. In fact, his first move was in the place of darkness in the night as he runs around destroying all the Asher poles and then sneaking back into his dad's house. Oh, I wonder how that's going to go down. All of the, all of the uh, leaders of the community are raving mad. Who knocked down our Asher poles? Who did this? And then it comes out hey it's that little runt called Gideon bring him out here so we can give him a belton bring him out here and what does his dad say you know if those gods are anything let those gods judge him oh yeah that's a good idea that's a good idea and guess what he didn't get judged and guess what the living God will rise up 
So we need the boldness. And that's what I want to pray tonight, that we will receive the boldness of Yahovah. If you're just joining us tonight, we're just, you know, we're talking about keeping in step with the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 25. And some of you might be wondering, why are we just reading verse 25? Don't you know what's before it? Yes, I know exactly what's before it. And we're going to come to that. But I just want to, I just want to lay the foundation of what's going on. We are called to live life in the spirit so what are we hearing are we writing down the things that we are hearing where are the needs that the father needs us to minister into at this time because listen let me tell you something the fields are ripe unto harvest hello (laughs) what does this mean there is no room for unemployment in the kingdom of Yahovah. yes we see millions of people having to sign on unemployment across the world tens of millions of people are out of work tens of millions and they're like it's the end how are we going to get by well let me tell you something in the kingdom of Yahovah, there's no such thing as unemployment so if you've been laid off of your job and you're thinking, well, you know, what's going on here? How am I meant to survive? Then I want to encourage you. You have assignments that the Father is sitting here right now waiting to hand to you. And I know that's something we were talking to uh, Glenn just, just the other day. He was talking to me how he was praying, waiting for the assignment, where he has to go next. And the Father was speaking to him about where that assignment was. And now they're on mission, on that assignment. Why? We want to hear from Yahovah. We want to hear from the Lord. So what's going on in your life right now in the midst of this shaking? How much time will you wait? How much time will you take to receive the assignment? So we've talked these past days about receiving the gifts of God, that when we come into his presence, the Father has something to give you, not for your own selfishness and for you just to put something on yourself and say, look what the Lord has done and look at me. No, he wants to give you gifts to equip you to do what? Pull down strongholds. So there's David. All he's trying to do is deliver a little pack of sandwiches uh, to his brothers on the battlefield. But guess what? God has already brought forth the anointing. When Samuel came to anoint one of Jesse's sons, they didn't even bother getting David off the field because obviously it's not David. He's not the one who's going to be anointed. He's not the one that's going to be chosen. It's going to be one of my, it's going to be my firstborn. It's going to be one of my strong young men that are mature who could potentially be the king of Israel. And Samuel says, bring them before me. Nope, it's not him. Nope, it's not him. It's not him. It's not him. It's not him. All the way. Look, you know, it's none of them. What, you mean that's all your sons you've got? Because I've got a clear word. It is none of them. Do you have any other (laughs) sons? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got one. He's on the backside of the hill looking after the sheep. Okay, well, we are not going to sit down until we have him brought in. Hallelujah. The Father knows. He commissions us. And tonight what I see...
by the Spirit, because I'm asking for this to be a real prophetic time tonight as we come together. I believe the Father's going to equip you in such a powerful way. And if you're watching or listening to this at a later time, this word is still for you. I want you to take hold of this word from Galatians. Keep in step with the Spirit. Receive instructions from on high. You don't do it because you can. Come on, say it with me. You do it because he says. Let's say it again. You don't do it because you can. You do it because he says. You know, just look at the music industry and you see people with the great gifts to perform and to sing and to use that gift and and you see them rise up within that gift. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the the, the key gift that the Father has blessed them with. That's just the gift that you are seeing in the natural But how many of these uh, new voices that are rising up with incredible worship, incredible songs, and then all of a sudden they get put up on this pedestal to such a place. And what do we watch? We watch that there's there's not proper character. You know, we start seeing all, all the issues. And then what do we see many people do? They start attacking them in the place of their immaturity instead of loving them through. I'll never forget, you know, Amy Grant right back in the beginning, you know. They'd just travel around, you know, Amy and her husband would go around, sit on a couple of stools, traveling around Europe, and and they'd just be playing the guitar and singing El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Arano Adonai, age to age you're still the same. And they'd just go around and they're just singing. It's like, you know, who is this person? Then the next minute, what happens? Whoosh. You know, onto that high level. And then she has an assignment to take music to the masses in a different way. And what does all the believers do? They say, wait a second, you know, Amy, you belong to us. You're our, you, you know, you're you're one that, that we lift up. We like you. We want you to serve ours. And, and, and something in her is saying, I've got to get out there to, to reach a different audience. And then she's under attack and she's under pressure. And we see this with other artists as well. And what happens is they get broken because they get set separated. Why? Because they are being beat up and and shot by other believers. And this is what I went through at 15 years old. Listen, you know, the whole reason why I walked away from Yahovah at 15, it wasn't because I stopped falling in love with Yeshua. I loved Yeshua. I walked in the Spirit. It's because I couldn't work out in my head. Why was I being attacked by the enemy? And why were those who are supposed to be believers attacking on me as well? Calm down, Kenny Russell. You don't have to preach the gospel all the time. Just relax. Take it easy. You know, join a department in the church. Everything's going to be okay. I don't want to join a department in the church. I want to go out and minister to the brokenhearted. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? Who does the Father say you are? Do you understand who we are Do you understand who you are, you mighty man of war? What's the word he has sent you? Come on, ask him right now. Father, give us ears to hear 
as we fellowship right now, speak into our lives. The greatest word you will receive is not the word you receive from man. I'm just prophesying and delivering a message right now. But the word that you will receive is heaven speaking. The word that's coming forth to bring transformation in your life might not even be attached to my words. It might be that all of a sudden the Father ministers to you. Tonight as you go to bed and boom, you walk into an open vision or a dream or, you know, the Father's going to speak into your life. Father, we just open up the gates right now. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. We give you permission to come in to our lives, to minister directly into our hearts, to bring transformation. We ask you, Father, to equip us for such a time as this. Father, raise up the pioneers. Why? Because there's a broken world and it's going to take a people that will rise up in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach to bring deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. Oh, man, I tell you, I'm just warming up. I don't know about you, but I'm warming up. We are called to be effective for the kingdom. Hallelujah. So come on, let's stand together in what the Father is saying. I love what it says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. It says, finally, brothers, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly to um, rap- the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. Hallelujah. And what's the key that we're reading here? Uh, pray for us that the message of us know that the message of Yehovah, may the words of Yehovah, we want to be his servants. You know, some of you might think, well, you know, I thought we were trying to be the bride. You know what? Right now, this is your priority. Serve. You know, serve. We don't, you know, there's nothing else we have to consider or, or even think about at this time. We want to lay our lives down. You've got to lose to win. You've got to, you know, if you want to live, you've got to die to self so you can rise in the Messiah. So what's your dying process like right now? What are you going through in the midst of dying? Uh, You know, is your flesh so full of needs that it wants to be so pampered? Or are we coming to that place where we are saying, you know what, Father, we love you. Hallelujah. We worship you. May the love and the the compassion and the glory of Yehovah just wash over all of you right now as we are... uh, Fellowshipping together right now. Father, let your living war flow over our souls. Come, Holy Spirit, Yeshua HaMashiach, and take control. Take control of us in Yeshua's name. Create in us a, a pure heart and renew a right spirit within us. We call on you, Father. We need you. Why? Because we know that if we will be blameless and righteous and purify ourselves and, and walk within the word, that we will witness the blessings and the transformation of the spirit. So we want to pray. We're asking for prayer that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly. And this is a key word, rapidly. Let me tell you, this is greater than any infection. You look at what this coronavirus is doing throughout the nations of the world in such a short space of time and we just 
proclaim right now that the light of Yehovah to shine in the nations, that it will just go so out of control that so many people will come to the, the revelation and the realization of who Yeshua is. Come, Holy Spirit, and pour out on this land. <laughs> this is what I love. This is what I love about standing in the land of Israel. Why? There's a promise on this land. This land belongs to Yehovah and his children. This is my inheritance. This is your inheritance. Where you put your foot, we claim the land. So we pour out the blessings on the land right now. And we proclaim, bring your people home, Father. Establish your work on this land. We break the assignments of Hasatan. We say to the spirit of Freemasonry, we bind you in Yeshua's name. We bind you in Yeshua's name. We come against your strongholds in Yeshua's name. Over Jerusalem, we break your assignments in Yeshua's name. And we proclaim the victory of Yeshua. Verse 2 of uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. And pray that we may be uh, delivered from wicked and evil men. For not everyone has faith. This is important. Pray that we get delivered from wicked and evil men. It is so true. Listen, <clears throat> there's so many people around us that, that refuse to believe the truth. And they want to bring wickedness to drain you so you will not be effective in your kingdom operation. This is the plan of the enemy. If he can bring uh, twisted assignments against you to drain you. And listen, let me tell you something. I know about that in the land, dealing with anti-missionaries and dealing with assignments of the enemy to destroy the work that we are here to do. That spirit of delay, let me tell you something. We break the spirit of delay over our lives over our callings, over the mission. Anyone else experiencing delay? We will experience delay in, in measures until the Messiah returns. We're going to experience delay. But let me tell you something. We break the spirit of delay. Why? Because we are called to bring the kingdom. We are not walking in the flesh. We're walking in the kingdom. So when delay comes, that we can come against that delay. We push you back. We say, Father, we are taking back what the locusts have stolen. There's a promise for you right now. What is the plague, the coronavirus stealing off you right now? We take it back right now. I say to all losses because of the coronavirus, it's time for payback right now in Yeshua's name. No, we will not be in lack. No, we will not be in distress in the midst of all of this uh, pandemic in the nations. No, we take back what Hasatan is stealing. Why? Because our economy is not from this realm it's from above so father we ask for the enrichment of your spirit to pour over our lives hallelujah deliver us from evil we push back evil men we say get out our face in yeshua's name we push you back in yeshua's name verse 3 but yehovah is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one You've got evil men, then you've got the evil one. He is faithful. He will protect you. You don't have to be afraid of anything. 
There was one day I was ministering down in Africa, and uh, I'm in this hotel, and you know I've just had an absolutely incredible day in the townships, preaching the gospel, ministering, seeing transformation, the glory of God just moving in a powerful way. I'm back in bed in this hotel, and I'm lying there, and I just wake up, and I, I just sense this deep thickness of evil in the room. Just, you know how you sense the presence of God, and you go, man, God is here. His His presence is so strong right here, right now. And I tell you, I sense the presence of God as I'm sharing tonight. His presence is here. But there I was in this hotel room, and I wake up, and... <gasps> It's like, where's the air in this room? And I feel the presence of darkness, thick darkness in this room. And as I'm listening in the still of the night, all I hear is this. I just hear this breathing, this deep, dark breathing. In my room, that's the only thing I can hear. It's just complete silence and deep darkness and like someone sitting on the end of my bed. It's almost like a a being is in my room on the end of my bed. And I said, get out of here, Satan, in Yeshua's name. I said, you have no place in my room. I just turned over, went back to sleep. Why? We are protected from the evil one. So when the evil one comes and and tries to breathe his darkness over you and say, I see what you're doing. I don't like what you're doing. And I'm against you. You can just turn over and go back to sleep because what? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And sometimes we face difficult times in the in the place of evil. One time I was living in the south of Spain. I was looking after this uh, couple's house. And um, as I was staying in their house, there was this uh, witch coven that met in the valley. I didn't know about it. It was very dark in this mountainous village in the south of Spain. There I was there, and, and as I, I walked through that community, there was hardly, well, it was, I don't think there was any, maybe just a couple of uh, English-speaking people in that village. And it was like you're walking down the street, and everyone's looking at you like, stranger, what are you doing here? You're not welcome walking around with their pitchforks and stuff, and they're involved in all these types of dark activity. Well, the dog disappears, the cat disappears, and, you know, I'd be in this house, and this is no joke, but doors would slam, and there was no wind. You know, one day I woke up, there was no air in the room. I'm waking up like, can't breathe, and I'm like, in the name of Yeshua, and I'm I'm just trying to proclaim the name of Yeshua with no air. Then all of a sudden, boom, the air comes back into the room. And I go stand out, on, and I'm on top of this mountain. Now I look down into the valley, and there they are doing all their cantations around this fire in the valley. Man, they were slaughtering this pig one night. And I'm telling you, you've never heard anything like it. It was something else. Facing darkness facing evil how are you going to respond you know in that house you know what happened to me one night i had four burst nerves that happened boom like that boom 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 four burst nerves that's how uh, strong the assignment of evil was against me in that region in that place 
the devil doesn't like you. I had to get back to Scotland and get my, my whole face fixed, you know? That's how powerful it was, you know? It was it was walking into a place where, you, you know, sometimes we need assistance in the midst of it. You know, I was only 19, 20 years old when that happened. But the devil doesn't like you, so just get over it. You know, we don't have to have a spirit of fear. He's going to be putting together different paths of opposition against you. So, listen, we pray for deliverance against wicked and evil men. Let me tell you something. Wicked and evil men can be such a problem against the purposes of God. Why, they are coming to stop the move of God in and through your life with wickedness. Deliver us, Father. We just say, deliver us. Wipe the slate so we can walk in truth, so that the the gifts that the Father has given us can freely move and function within this day. Hallelujah. Yahweh is faithful, verse uh, verse 3. He is faithful. He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in Yahovah that you are, we have confidence in Yahovah that you are doing, that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command, command. May Yehovah direct your hearts into Elohim's love and and the Messiah's um, pers- uh, perseverance. Hallelujah! So we speak perseverance into us into our lives. We thank you, Father, that you direct our hearts. And that's what we want to get to tonight. We want to get to that place where we are in step with him. That we're saying, Father, direct our hearts. Will you guide us? Will you bring us to that place to see the victory in Messiah? So always surrounding the areas where we are talking about the equipping, you will find that there's so many assignments of the enemy seeking to break you down. If you look at Galatians chapter 5 and verse 13, what's it talking about there? It's dealing with uh, you, my brother, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. And the, the entire law is summed up in a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you keep on biting and devouring each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Or watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. We are not called to be a house divided. We are called to walk together in the Spirit. And you've got to check your heart. Is there things not right in your heart in situations? Are you operating? Are you allowing the enemy to operate through your life to bring uh, evil uh, and uh, and uh, hardship or, or disaster to another? Then what's the Father saying? That he wants us to come back to the place that we love our neighbor as ourselves. We will be known by the love we have for one another. So let's move and function within his love. Verse 16, so I say, live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. You always have to look to the core. 
Where are you coming from? Where is this individual coming from? Are they coming from the place of living by the Spirit? How do you know? You see it by how they are gratifying the things with, around them. Are they seeking to gratify the desires of the sinful nature? Father, align us right now in the Spirit. Check our hearts. Bring us in line at this time. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit. Now, this is so important. This is the battle that you and I will always face. This flesh wants to rise up all the time. But let me tell you, if you will continually come into his presence and come in growth and grow in the Spirit and become strong and mature in the Spirit and, and you know, see the promises, uh, the blessings of Yehovah, his commands, his precepts established within life as, as you come and, and and you make the word the most important part of your life to anything else let me tell you something you will not be walking contrary to the spirit hallelujah uh, so let's just read that verse again and let's just break this down verse 17 for the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit so it's very easy to test where your heart is at today how many times does the presence or, or, or does the angel of the Lord or Messiah appear before people and the very first thing they, they, they recognize is the sin within their life, the shock of the sin within their life. I am unholy. I can't. You know, take your shoes off, Moshe, because the, the place where you are standing is holy ground. The shock of being in the presence of holiness shines light in the sin of what is hidden within the heart. But if we come to the place and we are pursuing him to, to be cleansed by him, to, to walk in him, there's such a responsibility we have in our faith walk to, to, to grow in him and to, to know him. Hallelujah. So what's it saying here? It says that um, uh, it's contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. But you are led by the Spirit. You are not under the law. The act of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like can you believe what is all in this list what we see within this list this who is this who is he talking to he's talking to, to people who are meant to be walking by the spirit i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of yahovah oh creating us a pure heart renewing us a right spirit Oh, Father, listen, I just want to call you to that place right now that you will press in and just allow the Holy Spirit to minister 
to you right now. We're just going to come to an end and then we're going to move into ministry of prayer. Hallelujah. I don't know how long we've been going for tonight, but uh, I tell you, I'm enjoying the word tonight. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. It's joy. It's peace. It's patience. It's kindness. It's goodness. It's faithfulness. It's gentleness. It's self-control. Against such things there is no law. What is that talking about? It's talking it's it's not saying that there is no law as in there is no Torah, but when you are walking in this, you have no consequences of the judgment of disobeying the law. Why? Because you're walking in the fullness. Against such things, there is no judgment. There is no law. You're not being condemned. Hallelujah. Those who belong to Yeshua, the Messiah, have crucified the sinful nature. And, you know, we've got to keep on this. And let me tell you something. You know, as, as I share these things with you, as we come together, you know, how I want you to really capture this today. You know, we have got to continually come to the place where we check our hearts on an ongoing basis. We have to keep short accounts before the Lord that we know we are walking in his ways and doing what the Father has called us to do. Why? Because the enemy wants to take you off track. He wants to get you off building the wall and doing the things the Father's called you to do. He wants you to be involved in things that the Father is saying you haven't got time to get involved in. But what we have to do is we have to make sure that we have crucified the sinful nature. Have you crucified the sinful nature? How do you deal with sin within your life? Ah, well, you know, I kind of just fell over. Ha, ha, ha. How do I get through this? No, I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. You know, you've got to treat sin like a virus. You've got to treat sin like if, if this takes root, it's going to literally kill you. You know, that's how dangerous sin is, if you will let it take root. So we just want to say right now, Father, we repent before you. We ask you to cleanse our hearts right now in Yeshua's name. We, 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 what do we do? We crucify uh, the sinful nature with its passions and desires. We crucify it. We say no in Yeshua's name. We proclaim what? That we are living life by the Spirit. But if you are led by the Spirit, we are called to be led by the Spirit. And we ask for the outpouring of your Spirit upon our lives. We crucify the sinful nature. What do you have to deal with? Let's deal with it. You know, when we do evangelism training and we take people out on evangelism training, you know what we do? We say, listen, we haven't got time right now to give you, you know, 25 years of counseling of how to be the better you. We are here to minister to the needs of others. So you just better get delivered right now so that we don't spend any time during outreach trying to work out how to sort you out because that's not why we're here. We're here to minister to the brokenhearted that don't know Messiah. So before we go out and minister, I invite people to come to a place to basically deny themselves, crucify the sinful nature, to say, I'm, <laughs> I'm a new creation. I'm going to move forward. I'm going out as a witness and testimony of the glory of Yehovah with no baggage. I'm delivered. I'm a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, all things are new. Listen, the whole reason why people have to be stroked and counseled is because they refuse to crucify the sinful nature.
Oh, brother. Well, let me tell you something. You can't go to the Scripture and find the whole section on the Scripture of how to uh, be a Christian shrink. You can't find that anywhere in the Scripture. <laughs> because everywhere we see, we see the authority of God overcoming evil. That's what we see. So yes, I know that people come from a place of hurts and from brokenness. But listen, if you've been walking in Yehovah for a long time and you're still having to come to counselors to deal with your needs and you've been saved for 10 years and 15 years, I want to say, wake up, come on. When are we going to get to the place where we make a decision that we are on the road to grow in Yehovah? So crucify the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Hallelujah. So we want to release the authority of Yeshua. Yeshua into our lives right now. We proclaim the victory in Messiah. This is the day for us to be in step by the Spirit. Hallelujah. It's the day for us to capture who Yehovah is so that we can see his glory manifest. Just like John the Baptist, he was one voice speaking out. And we are proclaiming what? That the voices are rising to this generation and we will speak against the assignments of evil and we will bring what? The light of Yeshua, the Messiah, to this generation. We say, let the bride say, come, let the bride of the Lamb say, come, Yeshua HaMashiach, come. Will you come and rain down an outpouring upon our lives? Why? So that we can take this infectious anointing of Yeshua to this generation. We refuse to chase the anointed and we press in to the anointed one. But before you go, receive instructions from on high. Are you in step? Have you dealt with the flesh? Are you dealing with the sin factors within your life? Because you need to deal with these things if you want to be used by Yahovah. Why? Because the devil knows who you are. The devil knows, not, not when you're in the spirit, he has no idea who you are. But you're walking in the flesh, then he knows who you are with how you walk in the flesh. You're walking in the Spirit. He has no idea who you are. He has no idea. And just when I saw that thick evil sitting on the end of my bed in Africa when I was ministering down there, I just knew, man, I was face to face with some strong demonic stronghold. I have no idea what type of stronghold. I didn't really care. Because I knew who I was in Messiah. And I could just rebuke him and say, get out of my space. And that's what we have to do. Don't you give the enemy room within your environment. What does the Father say? Where you have put your foot, you claim that ground. And you bring forth the promise. And you bring sanctification. And you bring his glory. And you manifest it from that location. Then we ask the Father to... to uh, 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 to, to increase our territory for the kingdom. Why? Because it's time for the land deal. It's time for the restoration of the house of Israel. This is the hour. Which hour are you living in? What does your watch say? I haven't got my watch on again. You know, look, I don't want to live in time. I want to be in his time. I want to walk in his ways. 
So I'm encouraging you right now. It's time. What is it time for? We are called to live by the Spirit and keep in step with the Spirit. I'm telling you right now, we prophesy and release an open heaven over every person that is listening and watching right now. Receive an open heaven. It's time for instructions. You can take note right now that this is the day where the seed of transformation is taking place. You know, someone just shared with me the other day about a message that I shared. And listen, I get testimonies about this from all over the world. They hear a message or something that prophetically came forth and they share how it supernaturally transformed their world. Then the whole reason why they're walking the way they're walking today was because of that word. And it might have been years and years and years ago. And I'm just prophesying right now. Today is a day that you need to take note. This is a very important day. If you just dismiss this, it's just going to mean nothing for you. But if you press in and say, Father, I'm coming into that place of the open heaven. I'm coming into that place to receive instruction. What do you have for me to do? What do you have? What anointing needs to come upon my life? Who do you say I am? How does God see you? Who do, who do you say I am? I want to walk and be who you've called me to be. I don't want to be shaped with what man thinks I am. I'm not going to have confidence in man. It says that in the word. Don't put confidence in the flesh. No, I'm not looking for man to tell me what they think or who they think I am. I'm coming into the manual of life. I'm taking hold of this book. What's the two things we find from this book? If you're broken, this is where you're going to find the answer to get fixed. This is also the book where you come to find out all of the benefits and all of the key things to live the maximum, most fulfilled life you could ever imagine. (laughs) Take hold of the manual of life. Delve into this book. Receive it and walk by the Spirit. Don't read this book in the flesh. Be filled with the Spirit. Listen, if you're not speaking in tongues, why do I speak in tongues? Let me tell you something. I speak in tongues because it doesn't take me long to run out of English words. You might be saying, are you kidding me? How long have you been talking right now? Uh, It looks like it takes you forever to run out with English words. When I start moving into prayer and intercession, I run out of words in English very fast. And when I start moving into praying in the Spirit, I'm moving into a whole new dimension. For what purpose? I'm moving into the dimension of praying in the Spirit where I'm speaking the perfect will of Yehovah over a situation. It brings acceleration. It brings transformation. All the demonic strongholds have no idea what is happening. They don't know where to turn. They don't know where to look. They don't understand what's taking place. Because we are speaking in a heavenly language. If you want to receive that language right now, just lift your hands before the Father. We just ask for the, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire to come upon your lives right now. That you will be supernaturally transformed right now. Just take hold of it right now. Receive from Yehovah right now. Be mikvahed by the Holy Spirit. Receive that filling and overflowing. We ask, Father, for the gifts of the Spirit to come forth from our lives, Father. We ask for for the, the character of God to be revealed in our lives today in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's just have a look at what we've got going on here. 
Um, let's see what is happening. I'm just looking for prayer requests. Hi, Gilad. Good to see you here tonight. Hallelujah. On Facebook there. Um, we've got Sharon join us as well. Sorry, I'm late. That's okay. <laughs> um, blessings to everyone. You can go back and listen on podcast. Uh, Melinda, Kenny, will you and Haley please pray for me? Issues with throat pain and glands swollen. Uh, I'm under treatment, but getting worse. I'm going for several months now. Thank you. All right, Melinda. Father, just lay hands on your throat right now. Father, we just want to pray for Melinda. We corporately come around her right now. And we rebuke this issue with her throat. We say to these swollen glands, we say to this swelling, reduce now in Yeshua's name. We plead the blood of Yeshua. We speak supernatural healing over her life right now. We say be healed now in Yeshua's name. Place your hand on the top of your head. Father, from the top of her head to the tips of her toes, we just release an outpouring of the Spirit and we say to every cell in your body, be refreshed in Yeshua's name them. May there be a tidal wave of the Holy Spirit moving all over your body right now, bringing supernatural transformation. We proclaim that by his stripes you are healed. This is the day of your deliverance and healing, and you will no longer be bound by this sickness. And we just release the healing power of Yeshua over you right now. Hallelujah. We shout the victory that Yeshua is the answer. We shout the victory. Father, we proclaim Claim the victory of supernatural transformation over our sister Melinda right now in Yeshua's name. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We proclaim the victory. We come together. When two agree on anything, it shall be done. As you call the elders of the assembly, there will be healing come forth. Now get up, Melinda. Wash your face. That's what it means to anoint with oil. It doesn't mean put some magic on top of your forehead with the sign of the cross. No. Get up and wash your face. In those days, they used essential oils to cleanse themselves from the sickbed. And I just proclaim, rise up in Yeshua's name. Be free in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If you've got prayer requests, just post them here and we will stand with you. I'm just looking through at what's going on. Hallelujah. Listen, I will be around for a little bit, just getting things organized. We've got Arlene. I think I've cracked a rib. I have caught, caught so cough so hard, maybe. Okay, Arlene, we just want to pray for you right now. Just place your hands on that rib right now. Father, we just we know there's such a healing anointing right now. We just say over this rib. We say be supernaturally healed. Any hairline fracture or any type of fracture, be healed right now in Yeshua's name. We release the healing power of our Messiah. We shout the victory over what you have done, Yeshua, that by your stripes we are healed and we proclaim to this rib, be restored, Father. May Arlene be refreshed in your spirit right now in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've got Esther asking for prayer for her sister. She's had mental illness uh, for all her life and is really struggling. Yeah, thank you, Father. Yeah, let me tell you something. I'll never forget the day when I was in Cornwall. Maybe we're going to have two hours tonight. 
I was in Cornwall and um, uh, this woman had to, her son was removed by the police. Her son tried to kill her and her husband and uh, she was devastated, you know, because, you know, they put him straight into a mental institute, you know, because he was going crazy, tried to kill him. And she was just calling out because she, she just knew that her son was not meant to be medicated in some mental institute. And uh, she was telling the story. Her heart was broken and saying, just please pray. Pray for my son. I said, listen, I'll do one better than that. Where is he? Let's go lay hands on him right now. And let's raise him up right now. God's given me a word. He's going to be supernaturally healed today. And she's like, are you kidding me? today you want to go there right now i said right now let's go there and she had to make phone calls you have to have appointments and stuff to get in and they're like no you can't come and she's like forget it we're just getting in the car and we are gone we don't care what they have to say we get there we ask for him to be brought to a room so we can uh, come and i can just uh, speak to him and, and share with him and i meet him and he's a huge guy he's like six foot four or tall built you know like 17 18 16 17 years old but huge guy huge and um this is in cornwall and uh he's, he's just standing there like drugged out like you can't believe and i just look into his eyes and i said do you want to be free do you want to be free and he just looks at me you know and all this medication he's just like a a child a baby and he, you know, this big giant with this little voice like a seven-year-old, you know, snot coming out his nose and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, I want to be free. I said, you want to be free? I said, Yeshua's going to deliver you right now. He's going to set you free. You're going to be supernaturally transformed right now. Do you believe Jesus can do this for you right now? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I just lay hands on him and I just pray and ask the Father to supernaturally deliver him. It doesn't look like anything happens. All I see is his eyes just light up. I just see his face changing. But that's all I see. He's drugged up and we leave. But there was such a powerful anointing of the Spirit of what took place there. It was so amazing what the Father was doing. Well, anyway, it was months later well, maybe a year or a year and a half later, I get this phone call from this guy's mother. And they said, oh, listen, uh, we, we're in the Forest of Dean where I lived. We're actually in your area. You know, give me your address. We'd love to come and say hi. And they come to say hi with her son. And he walks in. He's got this huge big cello. He walks in, sits in our lounge, and he said, we just want to come and tell you the testimony. We haven't seen you. This is the day before Facebook and the day before social media. You know, this is telephone day, you know, where you dial like this on the dial, you know. And he said, we just want to come and tell you that after you prayed, it was only a number of days before my son was released from the mental hospital and he was fully restored. He was supernaturally healed. And Esther, as we pray for your sister, we just want to come against this mental illness in Yeshua's name. We thank you, Father, that you are the victor. We thank you, Father, that you care about us. And we just want to just proclaim over Esther's sister's mind 
to be supernaturally restored. All the damage that drugs are doing. We say get off our life in Yeshua's name. We proclaim the victory in Yeshua right now. We say to you be healed in Yeshua's name. Be supernaturally healed right now. By the stripes of Yeshua you are healed. We release the blood of Yeshua to bring supernatural transformation over your life. As we come together in agreement the other side of the world we proclaim the miracles of God. Hallelujah. There is no time and there is no space. There is no distance that your word will go forth and bring forth transformation. We speak the word tonight. We speak the healing power of Yeshua. We don't just ask for her to get a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of comfort. We ask for total deliverance that all mental illness go in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. And may you bring her to the place of the fullness. Why? It says in the, in the word that he will release those who are bound. And we say, be released right now in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We worship you, Father. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Pray for Brian and Mind and mind and mine uh, to have the fire of elohim to live in the kingdom authority amen Solomon. i'm not i think it's pray for brian and me is it or mind i'm not sure but father we just want to pray over brian and and, and Solomon. we just pray in yeshua's name for the fire of yahovah to fall on our lives for every one of us may the fire of yahovah be established in our lives. Not just fall and just have a nice little sprinkler moment, but may the fire of Yehovah be established in your life, that you will be a living flame, that you will go forth as a flame of Yehovah, that the fire will burn so bright. There's no reason for you, have to, for you to have a sprinkler moment. You know, just wave a sprinkler where you can write your name in the air and do all those things. No, we're asking for a sustaining fire of the Spirit to be within your body belly to rise up within you that the word of Yehovah will come forth strong and powerful that your voice that your your speech will be as a sword as you speak forth the word of Yehovah to bring deliverance to this generation hallelujah praise Yehovah we've got Sarah she's asking for prayer for our daughter Jessie 14 years old she went to live with her worldly father a month ago and is battling between the world and Yeshua. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that you take brokenness and you bring restoration. We pray over Jesse right now. Father, there's nothing worse than experiencing a breakup within a family. And Father, she's trying to work out her identity and who she is. And, and Father, we just come against the spirit of the world and the assignments of the world and the assignments of evil and the enticement of the enemy. We say, get off her now in Yeshua's name. May she be free from all of the enticement of the enemy. May she come alive in the spirit right now. As we are praying, Father, over Jesse, we say, come alive in Yeshua's name. May the life of the Spirit come alive. May the words that's been planted in your life 
start to bear fruit. We water them now in Messiah. We water them now in Yeshua's name. Be watered. Hallelujah. <laughs> we just speak the growth of Yehovah to rise up in your life, Jesse, right now. We say come forth right now in victory. It's not about what side do you choose between father and, and mother. We ask for you to be anchored in the presence of Yehovah. Be anchored in the Spirit today, Jesse. We call on you. We speak the love of God over you to strengthen you, to give you hope in Yeshua's name. We release the presence of Yehovah over you right now in Yeshua's name. We stand together as the body of Messiah. We proclaim the victory, that the victory belongs to Jesse right now. We thank you, Father. Glory to Yehovah. Thank you, Father. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged. And uh, what a blessing it is just to to fellowship and to share in the Word. And, you know, I'm sure we've gone on for like an hour and a half tonight. I've no idea. But, you know, I, I've had fun. I hope you've you've had a great time tonight as much as, as I have had. Uh, it's been awesome. Thank you so much for joining with me. Listen, let's spread the Word. Let's be equipped. If you know people that are discouraged, send them the link. Share this with them. You know, you know, don't just send them a little link. Send them a link with a message. Say, I want to share this with you. I want to encourage you. Let's look at how we encourage others. I want to ask you to continue to stand in the gap for us here in the land. I'm telling you, we are interceding and we are pressing forward against all obstacles uh, trying to uh, stop us from opening up this uh, house of refuge for those dealing with domestic violence. And we just proclaim right now in the midst of this crisis, Father, that you have people that you're going to send us brokenhearted that need ministry, that need help. And we ask, Father, that you put all the provision in that's needed. We ask for the resources to come in, that you will pour out the floodgates of heaven and bring in the resources for this work, that this property will be an incredible place of refuge, a place of shelter. So, Father, we thank you for what you're doing in Bulldozer Faith, what's happening here in the land as we broadcast. We pray, Father, for those who will start to listen on the podcast here on Spotify and other uh, iTunes and other platforms. And we ask, Father, Use us as a ministry, use us as a people to make a difference, to cover this land with the gospel of the kingdom in Yeshua's name. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the ministry tonight. Um, if you want to sow into Bulldozer Faith, I'm just going to post a link here for you right now. All you have to do is go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. Uh, I'm just sending you a link there. The resources and money that you're sending in right now, we are using this money to get this center open to minister to those uh, dealing with domestic violence and abuse. This is this is vital. And I'm asking you, stand with us. If you've already given, thank you for giving. 
I'm not asking you to overgive. I'm just asking you to give as the Father leads you to give. If you don't have anything right now, you know my heart. I'm not asking you to give at all. We want to give and bless you. Then all I encourage you, if you want to be a giver and you don't have resources, take the messages of the things we share and start sowing them into the hearts of others so other people can be blessed and encouraged because we can all do our part in sharing the gospel. But I want to encourage you, take time to set yourself aside and ask the Father to equip you to identify who you are in him so that you are not just going to do things because you can, but we're going to do it. Why? Because he said, because he is saying, give us an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to us so that we can walk. Why? Because there's no unemployment in the kingdom of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. So if you just told someone that you're unemployed, I want to tell you, you cannot use that word. You are not unemployed. Hallelujah. If you don't have a physical job in this world system, then you come into kingdom economy. You come into the, the economy of heaven and you say, Father, I've come to get my orders. I've not got time to be unemployed. I've got time to be working in your kingdom. Hallelujah. This is the hour. Let's rise up and be everything the Father has called us to be. Thanks very much for being with me tonight. I hope you're blessed and encouraged and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Yehovah bless. Shalom. Shalom.